Late breaking news. Chris made the show. Whoa! What up? <clears throat> and what's he died on us somehow. Yeah, what's wow. going on, fellas? Look hey, at man. Jeez, he's ripped. He's in. Man, Look. riding bikes really makes you ripped. Holy <laughs> smokes. Unbelievable. That or the beard, I can't tell. It, might be it could be both. It's he's got like the Chad Kroger kind of bus going. If you guys saw that yesterday on the golf course, so that that photo that went around, he's looking pretty. But like way less plastic surgery. Well, yeah, the, the beard makes you look authentic. That's good. Yeah. Welcome to that helps no one fantasy cast on the Dean Blendell Network. I am joined by three friends that I like to say are good friends. Uh, we've got uh, the late, but you didn't know, uh, Chris Phillips. Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> yeah. We all needed to call you, so you'd show up on time. So I didn't um, text you back. I was wiping my butt. That's cool, man. Just don't get on your phone. That's all good. <laughs> Use a sanitary wipe. Uh, <laughs> good bud, Steve, to my screen right. What's going on, Mr. Alabama? It's a, it's a good day to be an Alabama fan. Not so much real. So. All right. I mean, that's great. Hey, Ted, how you doing, man? Hey, yeah, fantastic. Thanks for having me. Excellent. Uh, you guys, I'm excited to talk some football. I know you guys are all excited to talk some football, but I think before we get like before we get to business, uh, I'd like to let everybody know, obviously, that you can follow along on YouTube and comment along. I think we're on Twitch again. I'm not sure if that's happening, but follow along, comment if you got questions, comments, whatever. Please join in the conversation. We're more than happy to help you. More than more than happy to have you, and I will learn English for next week. Um. <laughs> As popular as this show is, we do have a local celebrity on the show, and I don't know if you guys saw this today, but uh, our main man, Ted, oh, look at this, look at this guy, that is the fakest smile I've ever seen. He's like, hey, I'm going to be a lumberjack. Like, did you bring, did you bring this up yourself? You were like... You're like, yeah, I'll wear your clothes, but I only sit on stumps. And you were like carrying it around with your big muscles and stuff. Yeah, just like pop it up on the shoulder like the ghetto blaster back in the that's, day. That's pretty impressive. And then, <laughs> oh, oh, here we go in the stone crew neck. Hey, guys, how's it going? Just chilling, man. He just he cleans up really well. And then now, uh, since, since I'm not a model, um, who are like, who are you looking at there? Or do, you, do they just ask you to look like off into the abyss? And you're like, yeah, I don't. Hey, yeah, they say, say like, <clears throat> Fole, you're staring at the camera like super awkwardly, and they're like, "Yeah, don't look at me. Can you look over there?" So you look over there, and then they say, "Can you just like look up a little bit more? Like you're staring into the sun." <laughs> like, so I maybe squinch my eyes, like it's actually just killing my eyes. And this but, is yeah. probably the yeah, most respectful. There's no sun thing. there, but the guns are out. Wow. <laughs> wow. Hey, we're gonna try to get a little. Okay. Sun. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are we uh, here for fantasy football talk? It's not going on. Right? It's it's good to be back, Chris. Welcome back to the show, my man. Thanks, missed guys. You missed last you last week. week. Did you? We missed you, so mm -hmm. it's reciprocated. That's good. To be perfectly um, honest, no, I was exhausted last week, so I was <laughs> I was happy not to be here. I think, enough, I, think I told you. I think I told you guys. I was, I was asleep on the couch by eight thirty last week. So I mean, you even told us what time we should hey, meet. Did and you, you pick the time we were supposed to start last week? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> pretty yeah. sure that's that's cool that's that's fine nobody what's nobody uh knows. this is like this is like wire to wire for you you just made it in like what's uh all, all i got real quick was that there was a strain and a starter issue or something like that i don't know uh 
luckily we got lucky it was just the battery but my wife's car wouldn't start i was a shame. i went and met them at soccer uh olivia had soccer tonight on like at uh the dilworth park there yeah. um so i went and met them after work i was like i'm not gonna stay the whole time I've, i'll take carter home eat some dinner hang out and whatever I wasn't even home yet. Nadine calls me and she goes, I just went to go get a blanket out of my car and like move my car. So it was closer to the soccer field and it won't start. So I was like, you know, you should uh, put the blanket on the car, warms it up. That's what I find. (laughs) You know, maybe it was cold. (laughs) So I, yeah, came home, Uh, grabbed grabbed a sandwich, turned right back around headed into town. So, so, well, we're happy. At least you're here. Um, Trey Lance done for the year, or, or as I was reading, maybe not. Although, let's be honest, he's going to be done for the season. Uh, that looked pretty awful. Uh, not fun. I don't care. You don't have to like the the 49ers, but that sucks to see that happen to anybody, especially you know the promise and the storyline of that season too. Jimmy G obviously comes into that game, and uh, I mean, it's not like you have to try very hard, but. It looked like a pretty good game for the 49ers and obviously wishes to Trey Lance and that he comes back really tough break for him. Um, the NFL can be pretty brutal in those first couple weeks, but uh, looks like he'll recover and he's got, you know, NFL doctors and probably the best trainers and physio that money can buy. So he'll be, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Does he have money left though? After he was That's true. He did get rid of it all uh, a few nights before at a local uh, uh, establishment looked to be. <laughs> So an adults, an adults only club. Just reminds me of that that old South Park episode where they're just going to inject him with money, and that's going to heal him. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's one way to do it. That's one way to Grant, do it. Granted, yeah. that was for something completely different, but uh, but I'm I sure mean, I'm I sure think... it still works. It's still it's science is science, guys. It's science. Yeah. Is science. So, um, cousin Tua had himself a game. He helped me go two and zero this week. Uh, in case you're wondering, he threw six touchdowns, and I was a big fan of the first four. I was giddy after the next two. So maybe uh, waiting out till round, was that? Round eight? I know it wasn't round 17, because I probably would have got some value out of round 17. Only if you had a pick in round 17. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Steve, you've watched you've watched uh, Cousin Tua more than anybody. Did you know that he was capable of that? I didn't think that his ceiling was quite that high. Um, that was an impressive. That was an impressive showing. Yeah, I mean, you look. I, I obviously wasn't happy watching my team get decimated. Um, first time in twelve years that a team has allowed uh, being up by twenty-one going into the fourth quarter uh, for that lead to dissipate, and they did it in regulation. It wasn't even like oh, they tied it up. They they squeaked out one in overtime. Like they just flat out whooped them at the end um yeah that's not his ceiling guys let's ryan can be on the cousin to a train all he wants i I know i don't have a choice look other people are are on this cousin to a train uh i think i was reading an article from jordan schultz saying Tua's breakout performance against the ravens began in the offseason it's not his breakout campaign. Like the defense fell apart too, in that like there was definitely some blown coverage. Like I, I don't think if you replayed that game, and there was definitely a few calls that probably should have gone not calls, but they should have played a few of those a little differently. 
I don't think it gets that crazy. I think, again, if you were to play, not replay it completely the same, because obviously the same thing would happen. But I, I don't think Baltimore, uh, I mean, there was definitely a spot where they probably should have just tightened up a little bit. And um, I, it's, exactly. I mean, anything happens on every week, right? Like Jacksonville, look at them. What the heck? Yeah. So I think there was, it was somewhere either late third or early fourth quarter where uh, they put up Tyreek Hill's stats for the day. And I think the announcer said something, I'm paraphrasing here, but I think he had like 55, 60 yards or something. And he said, oh, if you were a Baltimore Ravens coach and we told you that uh, Tyreek Hill would only have 55 yards going into the fourth quarter, you'd be very happy. He ended with almost 200. They were just like, hey, we've done he such a good the only job. One. Why do we need to keep going? Yeah. Sorry, but yeah. Tua, yeah. Tua is not the real deal. I hope he does well because he is an Alabama guy. Uh, he seems like a nice dude. Um, he's been getting crapped on ever since entering the league. Hopefully he does well. I just don't see this as his big coming out party. Um, that's, that's a little early. Or around him. Yeah. Fun, fun, fun to watch if yeah. you're a Dolphins fan, though. Yeah. So I mean, what I mean, his if the ceiling is not that, you know, 460 plus campaign, I think we're all in agreement that that's not going to be a regular thing. That's not a regular thing for like 99% of the quarterbacks in this league. So what well, is this like what is his ceiling? If he can get, you know, from a fantasy football perspective, if he can get you 200 yards and two scores, maybe a, a little bit with his feet, I think you're doing really well. Wouldn't that be his floor, is Jacoby Brissett then? I think he's got a little higher ceiling than Jacoby Brissett. I would think so too. Yeah. Just I think he's probably those... somewhere in the more like 250, 250 range, two TDs, that kind of idea. I mean, before the Ravens collapsed, if you watch his game, most of it was predicated on get the ball into these guys' hands and let them do some damage. It wasn't like, you know, I'm going to have a perfect out route at, at 15 yards every time and, and hit guys on dimes. It was, oh, but that's, here's, here, that's here's what they've got Tyreek and Waddle for, though, too. Like, I mean, it's not just him. It's not, I mean, as great as Tom Brady is, you still need guys that can catch the ball at, you know, make some moves. There's every, every quarterback, like, I mean, Lamar Jackson's an absolute beast, but you still have to have guys that can catch the ball. You still have yep. to have guys that make those extra moves. It's not always going to be all on the quarterback, right? Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's a great block. Sometimes it's a, a running back that just happens to see a hole. Like, it is it is that that group game. And, I mean, you know, two, two had a good game. It's week two, though. Once you get to, like, week five, week six, that's where we really start to see essentially what a team or a quarterback looks like. So, yeah. was it great? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I'd probably be one of anybody. We'd You'd all be thrilled to have a guy like that because it happens every now and then. But I mean, don't be expecting six TDs a game because uh, that's a bit of an outlier. So you're thrilled when a guy throws three, let alone six. So yeah. it's probably not going to be happening too much. Um, before we get to uh, the main segment of the show, we've got a big debate here. We've been talking about this in the group chat for the last day or so. Toilet paper, mullet or beard, what is the proper way to have it? Is it facing forward? <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it backwards? We've got a what debate going on at the house here. I don't want to bring it up because it, it's it's too fun of a, a game to be playing. So, uh, Chris, in your house, what it, what is the what do you believe is the proper way for toilet paper to be hanging? Whatever way it goes on, whatever way I put it on, I, I don't pay attention. Doesn't matter. 
Sometimes it's forward. Sometimes, sometimes it's a beard. Sometimes it's a mullet. It doesn't, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm just ripping it off and wiping my butt. And I'm, I, I don't really care enough. Oh, one of those. All right, old man. Uh, Ted? <laughs> uh, you know, I got to be honest. I'm fairly indifferent myself. And I think it probably, and I think it probably comes down to the type of toilet paper holder you have. If it's one of those ones where you slide it on the thing and it's dangling, it kind of just hangs there then it makes sense to have it as a mullet because you would sort of grab it and then press it up against the wall with your forearm and rip it off. If it's not, and it's the regular one where it sits fixed in there, <laughs> I'm, probably, I'm probably going beard with that one because you can pull it down real easy and then give it the quick twist. So uh, <laughs> if I don't care, I'm going to take an analytical approach to it, and that would be my scenario. So it's got to be beard on this one, I would say. Beard. Okay, Steve. Uh, apparently, Ryan, we do this show with a bunch of Neanderthals because there is one way for toilet paper to be put on, and it's beard style. Yeah. One I think by you... nature, there's actually two. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah, but it just... There's not. Have, just... you, have you ever had a proper wipe when it's mullet? I don't think so. No, it always I mean, rips off too early, and you get frustrated. I'm So, Ryan, as soon as you posted that, I was just dying laughing because... We do the same thing, but Alyssa and I know, like, we we are under the impression that the other one is now just doing it to piss the other one off, or, like, I'm going to win this battle eventually, and we're going to be, like, in our 80s and still fighting yeah. about, it. like, why do you put the toilet paper roll on backwards? Yeah. Why do you put it on backwards? Well, so have, have, you guys had the, have you had the verbal conversation about this? Uh, yeah, we have. Okay, so ours is still, this has been going on for like a month or so, and there's been just no words. It's just been happening. I switch it, and I know, because you just know that something's yep. going on, but no one's saying anything. There will be a confrontation. I don't know when it's coming, and I know there's going to be a big laugh coming out. But Well, this is a safe place, because we all know our wives don't listen okay, so to the Ryan, show. So, Ryan, you're, That's you're beard guy, right? Uh, 100%. Okay, so you're you're not crazy. No, what if I'm not you, a psycho. What if you put it on beard way, but folded mm. it in a way so it looked like it was mullet? And then when she pulls it, like that's the ultimate win. You're like, thank you. Because she, she'll think she beat you at that point. And then like the second she pulls it and it comes out beard style, you're like, haha, that's mm. next level trolling. I like that. That's That's a bit extreme, but I may have to look into that. I'm pretty petty sometimes, so I'll like I the lab. never yeah. petty ways to like just be great. I love it. I love where you're at. I love where your head's at right now. Uh, Thank you. I'm not gonna bother with uh, these two bozos below us on the screen, but <laughs> it's uh, I'm just uh, like you guys got to step your toilet. Paper are, so are you a beard guy or are you a mullet guy? Beard guy. Beard guy. Oh, I mean, I also said beard, so I don't know what the problem. But is. But you here. you went the long <laughs> way. Like I'm gonna take the analytical <laughs> approach and. You know, it's uh, you know, stats. Well, you can't, just... you can't, you can't hang your toilet paper mustache. So let's move on. Oh, <laughs> I'd be interested. Maybe a double roll. Maybe that's how you do it. Uh, now it is time that's where for. You, that's where you split the two ply in half, and then you just roll one side of it over. <laughs> yeah, we're. I'd say we're doing well enough. I can afford a, a normal roll at that point. So we're not squeezing out toothpaste either that hard. So uh, it's time for our favorite segment of the show. That helps no one stars, Thanos stars. With our good friend, Tom. I got one day off a week, Brady. Guys, 
I love it. I, I got all the clips in here. And Chris, you are uh, because you missed last week. I want to make sure you're you're caught up here. So, who is your Thano for this week? Uh, this week, I'm actually going with a teammate of our of our guy with, with all the gems, all the rings. Mm. Um, I mean, Tampa Bay's got Mike Evans. They've got Chris Godwin. They've got Russell Gage. They've got just a slew of wide receivers. Just so many weapons for Tampa Tom to throw to. And yet he's going with the old Baltimore Ravens reject. Rashad Perriman? I know. I couldn't believe that. I had to double check. I said, you're sure, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going. Let's check the Definitely help no one. It's blocked. Brady looking, firing, going deep for the end zone. It's caught for the touchdown. Rashad Perriman. Look at the timestamp on that one. I, I just like Brady could not have placed that ball any better. It was perfectly thrown. Perriman played it perfectly too because he didn't put out his hands until like the very last second, so the DB couldn't make a play on it. It was uh, it was it was a beautiful touchdown. I was actually watching that game live when it happened. As soon as I saw, it, I was like, "That's my guy." There you go. Yeah, it's it's funny how you know too. Hey, like it it, it was a great play. You're right, but you just kind of know you're like, "Nope, shouldn't have had yep. that. Shouldn't have been him." It shouldn't you know, have been you, know. you. Shouldn't have been you. It also, Missed. I mean, I, I think I had Russell Gage in my starting lineup this week. So there was also yeah. that, that part of me where I was like, oh, is that Russell Gage? No. No, it's not. So it did help no one in that case. It, Giant it's, letdown. It's, sucks when it hits that close to home, hey? I mean, you know, it starts affecting you personally. It's not just, <laughs> we're not just do, doing this as a show. It actually hurt. So, it, you know, it's, that's what makes this fun. Ted, who do you got? Uh, for me, I'm going all the way back to the 49ers game versus the Seahawks. I, I think this, uh, this particular character has been in this spot before, especially on this show. I think it's something he's done over time. And if we're going to do it, it's my favorite pick when it comes to these, these Thano picks. And that's, uh, that's a fullback. So I'm going to the big man, Kyle, you check for this play. Let's check it out. Davis Price as the tailback. They give it to Juszczyk, and he is in. The fullback pounds it home for his first touchdown of the year. And he lost his dude lost his helmet in that. That's rough. Yeah, I mean he put the he, yeah he put he put the hammer down. Went for was it Trent Williams is the. Is Trent Williams the tackle there? I mean, that's a big man that you can get behind. You're moving. You, there's there's just no way that you're not going to do anything behind a road grader like that. But I am surprised. I mean, they got, you know, Brandon Ayuk, Debu Samuel. I mean, and, I mean, Garoppolo is even a big enough guy that he might take the quarterback sneak to fit in there. So to go to use check, he comes on the field, you know what's happening. And you, from a fantasy perspective, just know that there's nothing you can do about this and nobody's taking points for this one. So that helps no one. Ugh, it's just disgusting. Uh, we're going to go with me next. And because... I wasn't even sure that this was going to work out. I'm not stealing anybody's claim to fame here, but I did take him first. Uh, and I had to make sure this was an actual human being, let alone an NFL player. Uh, River Crockcraft? There's no way that is a real NFL name. <laughs> One catch, two yards, touchdown. If he helped you, I hope you made so much money off of this catch. Let's watch the clip.
apparently we got the vaudeville version of that so i didn't bother to check if there was audio usually they just have audio you just kind of assume that every video on the internet has audio so it was it was really fun to watch in silence you could really focus on that <laughs> that's a nice little spin move there too i can i can appreciate that happens right when you're to it you just make sure you want to try to throw a touchdown to everybody on the roster so that must have yeah that yeah it was not not bad uh, when you get your first catch and it's a like, touchdown. Well, there's the make a wish kid in the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> like, but he plays for us. <laughs> he's, he's on our team, right? Oh well, I guess that helps. That helps them anyway. That was one of the six that he threw, so not bad. Uh, my good friend Steve, I know. Uh, I, I kind of encroached on your territory with the all name team. I mean River Crackraft. Who knew? I didn't. I I I, I, I love that. It could be pronounced like like craft. It is great craft. Yeah, great so craft. When you guys, when you guys were talking, when you were talking, Ryan, like who is this River? Like I actually know who he played for the 49ers. So I'm like, oh yeah, River Craycraft. I remember hearing that name. And be like, who the <laughs> hell is this? I think he had a catch against Seattle last year, and I'm like, who the hell is River Craycraft? Yeah, just unbelievable. Yeah. I'm glad I I'm glad I found him. Everybody add him to your rosters immediately. Steve, who do you got for yours this week? I, I only knew the pronunciation of that because I was listening or watching the game and I was getting ready for our baseball game that we were going out to, and I was like, Pardon me. What? What? Yeah. What? That's that's who scored on us. Like not Tyreek, not Jalen Waddle, like River Craycraft. And I had to like say it a couple times and I got it mixed up. Um what a dummy that guy is. I don't like yeah, you him. know when you're in like a crowd or whatever and you want you're trying to get your buddy's attention, but you like don't want to yell Steve because there's like 20 guys named Steve. So you're like craft, craft. craft. Uh can you do that next time I'm in a crowd and you need to get a like okay, it's the dumb deal, yeah. Woo. Uh yeah, I'm actually from the boys here, I'm taking a little bit of heat. And by the boys, I mean just Ryan because he's a bit of a douche and he stole my claim to fame on, but I'm my... the cleanest one on the show. Yeah. So if you remember last week, I had a a guy who stole the all name team. He is the king of the princess city. I, I looked this up, and Ryan is so mad that I'm including this from Mishawaka, Indiana. I'm it glad is you got actually that. nicknamed the princess city, and we got the king of it, Xander Horvath, two weeks in a row. I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but let's roll this clip. Little motion off the fake, pass to the outside, caught. And that's Horvath, a rookie out of Purdue, picked in the seventh round, and he's begun his NFL career with touchdowns in his first two games. McKitty's been on both of those plays, too. I've known that guy for the last two weeks. Who's this McKitty guy? Wow. <laughs> McKitty. Krakraft, McKitty. So the reason why I'm picking him is I think it's kind of funny that he has now stolen touchdowns from a high-powered offense two weeks in a row. Uh, I looked on our sleeper app on Yahoo and on NFL. Not a single person has him rostered. So when we're talking about that helps no one, I did my research and he actually helped zero people out and he has scored touchdowns on back-to-back weeks. I think it's time to pick up Xander Horvath. In we just, uh, just standard leagues, Steve? Yeah. 
if you picked up Xander Horvath in our league, maybe just let you know who you were dropping. Just, but just like a standard <laughs> league. <laughs> so the ones I was looking at, uh, my Yahoo league is a half PPR. Oh, no uh, kidding. Ours is obviously standard. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. that in What half. does half PPR mean? Uh, Ted, I think you remember. <laughs> I think it splits. Oh, yes. Um, it it like kind of... So the reason yeah. why I actually really wanted to pick this guy in the first place is all last year and this year, we kind of... We, we're talking about guys that help nobody and whether you should pick them up. Is there a place in fantasy football for these kind of mishaps like Xander Horvath? Like he outplayed four or five guys on my roster two weeks in a row now. And he could potentially do this on it. We don't think he's going to score 17 touchdowns in, in the league this year, but is there a place for these guys who are young rookies? He's a running back. Yeah. Eckler has yeah. an injury history. Right. They clearly like him in the red zone. If anything happens to Eckler, does Xander Horvath become a legitimate fantasy football option? I can't believe these words are actually coming out of my mouth. Hands off, if you will. Stupid. But like, could you guys see yourself picking up a Xander Horvath? Uh, the, the only thing that hurts Xander Horvath, I think, is the fact that he takes up such a premium spot on your roster, right? I think it's a little easier to to go and... and your bench and, is a premium spot. But you're going to start. I mean, we're talking about starting him ultimately, right? Like you're you're in a you're in a spot where you have availability. You're looking at throwing in a running back because it's a bye week. I'm just looking for a scenario where you might start a yeah, where you might start a, a guy like like Xander Horvath. And I think I think the allure of having all these other running backs that are gonna get touches or even like the you know the the, the eight to, to to twelve range or something like that is, I think that's too appealing to people to go for the home run stretch. That being said, I mean, I was talking about if you got a tight end on a buy and Jody Fortson's available, like why not just throw the home run swing out there? So, I mean, stranger things can happen. I could see myself doing something like that for a boomer bust. We're talking touchdown, one touch, seven points for a, for a player. Yeah, I mean, I, I, think, guess, I guess it's possible, yeah. I think Chris is interested because the Xander Horvath touchdown outplayed one, two, three four players on his roster this week combined which also meant you lost so um chris maybe i mean this is free advice in our league i think <laughs> you should put in a claim for him i think you should get me my trophy that's true i should do that <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's that's fair that's that's fair i'm yeah. i'm i am a commissioner i'm not the greatest one there is no trophy for that so um i would okay, probably be late in buying that as well so that's, so that's... Let, let's use the scenario that Eckler gets hurt. Like, I'm just sorry. I, p I picked up or pulled up Ted's team here. You started Donovan Peoples-Jones. He had over one receptions. So looks like he wasn't getting targeted. You kept Khalil Herbert last year. He had four carries and one receipt, uh, one reception. Why, why not start a boomer bus guy like that? Like, we're talking in the scenario that Austin Eckler gets hurt. I, I think when Eckler's there, I think it's too big of a boom bust situation, but like, could this guy turn into a legitimate option just based on the fact that clearly someone in LA likes this guy in the red zone? It's possible. If, if it's, if, if, if there's availability and you're really that hurting, I mean, at least you know that there's a history of scoring there and there's red zone usage. So yeah, I mean, 
you're going on history there's there's always there's always an opportunity depending on how many flex spot you have like you're going to be looking at a pretty shitty bench it is a guessing game like i wouldn't be keeping a guy like that on my roster i would say that he would be a waiver wire ad and a start in a bye week like it's that situation i think because i wouldn't want to have him on my roster in the headache of having to figure out when that one td is coming right i mean i'm already low on hair i don't want to stress and lose any more um so I, I can loan you some. Start to be better. I can loan you some. I got tons. So let's get into sneaky starts and our good friend Taylor Lewan. Uh, he got hurt this Sunday. Um, any update on him? Did anybody see he got hurt uh, or on Monday night? I apologize. Sorry. He got taken out of the game. I don't think he came back in that. So off to I'll, I'll keep everybody keep everybody abreast of the situation. Chris, who is your sneaky start this week? Oh, you're starting with me again. I didn't have the... Yeah, I uh, just I want to make sure people remember that you're on the show because you weren't here last week. Uh, I am here. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Good old Chris Collinsworth, eh? Hey, yeah. guys, I'm here. Don't worry about it. Yeah, back. don't worry about it, guys. I'm... Back, back, yeah. back. Um, there we go. There we go. So this guy, I, I wasn't really sure if I should put him in as a sneaky start or a sneaky ad. He kind of he, he fits both... Uh, both profiles, but I'm going with a guy. Uh, we're talking about Cousin Tua so much, and that those Miami Dolphins and, and that offense. Um, I mean, with Tua, Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill all performing, it's going to open up opportunities for opportunity. And I think a sneaky start is is Raheem Mostert. Uh, he outtouched Chase Edmonds this week. Uh, he had 79 all-purpose yards. He's the fastest guy in the NFL. I don't, I don't know if anybody knows that. Uh, and and I think there's 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 a lot of familiarity uh, with him and Mike McDaniel uh, from their time together with the 49ers. So I think McDaniel probably trusts him quite a bit uh, to kind of be that that lead lead back or maybe the you know the one A to the one B of Chase Edmonds uh, if they're going to keep splitting touches, however it may go. But week one, Chase Edmonds out had the most touches out of the backfield, and clearly he didn't impress because. Week week two, they they let Mostert, uh, you know, take the reins, and I don't think he's given it up. So, like I said, I don't know if he's a sneaky ad or a sneaky start or a bit of both, but um, I, I'm getting him. You know, I, I would be getting him in your lineups this week, and and for the foreseeable future, as long as he's lead, leading that backfield and that offense is performing the way it is. I mean, it's early on too. That's the kind of the, we talked about this last week. If you can get in on a guy early enough. Um, he doesn't necessarily become a bell cow, mm. but okay, you know what I mean. You still get you take advantage of of before you know a guy gets just popular enough that that you're going to try to be reaching for him somewhere else, and you can get him while he's free. I'm, I'm just having a look at uh, at his matchup for this upcoming week. Maybe I should have put him in sneaky ads instead of sneaky starts because he has Buffalo this week. So maybe uh, maybe you know cool your expectations for this week, but. Uh, He's got Maybe a real yeah. he's got a real sweet uh middle of the season schedule. Um you get a so. bonus ad then we'll give you a buy. Yeah. <laughs> he's a bit go. of both, like I said. That's all right. Steve, who is your sneaky start this week? Um this one's gonna border on Ryan territory here, like being kind of like Captain Obvious. Like, of course you should start this guy. Uh, no, G Harris, I know. He's starting Saquon. <laughs> yeah. Um, my <laughs> sneaky start is Garrett Wilson and, you know, top high level first round pick, um, seems like a no brainer. 
in NFL.com leagues, he's only rostered in 26% of the leagues. So I, I was kind of with Chris here. I didn't know whether to put it as an ad or a start. Um, I looked in our sleeper app. He is owned in 61%, but he only got started in 8% um, of leagues. So he had 52 yards the first week, which is, it, it's nothing spectacular, but it's solid. And he followed that up with 102 yards and two touchdowns. So I think it is time to start trusting Garrett Wilson is the number one wide receiver that you can start week in week out. And Hey, if you're in one of the dumb leagues and nobody has them, go get them and start them this week. That's the best part. Those dumb leagues. I mean, I'm the dumb guy. And <laughs> I usually, I'm referring to our league. <laughs> I'm referring to our league. I try to feed off of you guys. Make sure I get in on that. Um, who do I've got here? I decided that I was going to be smart about this. Sterling Shepard, we were joking about Saquon, but uh, 21% rostered. This is in, based on our sleeper app here. 7% started. Danny Dimes, 6 for 10. So he targeted him 10 times, 6 catches. Didn't have a lot of yardage, but when you're getting thrown at 10 times in a game, you're getting opportunity. And in an offense that definitely uh, is starting to spread the ball a little bit, you know, again, you're early enough. These are the kind of guys that you can put as your absolute last flex spot. Or, I mean, I'm saying start this week against Dallas. Who knows what's going to happen in those games? It's New York and Dallas, so those are always fun. So, you I mean, it's early. Trade for him. That's how excited I, you were for this. I was so excited you I traded for him. Trade for this. Yeah. So, you know what? I mean, why not go after him? Sterling Shepard, I mean, he's a pretty decent receiver. But, again, he's being trusted in that offense. Like I said, you get targeted 10 times in a game. Uh, it's one thing to get 10 touches as a running back, but they're targeting you 10 times as a receiver. You're going to have to take notice of that. I mean, it's opportunity, right? He catches, he got six of those. So let's say he gets two more. All of a sudden those are, you know, those are plays that maybe end up in a score. So um, go for opportunity. It is definitely the point of this whole segment. So my man, back in the day, Sterling Shepard, Ted, uh, well, if you know me, I generally follow the targets. So for me, I'm going back to the Cardinals and I'm going to pick up Greg Dortch for this one. Um, and I would even go as far as spending, you know, 10 or 15% of my fab bucks, depending on what your wide receiver situation is looking like, you know, Rondell Moore is out, remains out, probably going to be out for a while. Nobody really knows how long, um, but he's looking like the clear number two option there. I mean, he's already outpacing green, which is kind of a big deal if you ask me. So he's a diminutive guy. He's fast. He's speedy. He kind of plays that like Sandlot style ball that Kyler Murray likes. And it's very obvious that Murray likes following, you know, that guy around and throwing him the ball. I mean, we're looking at 14 targets already in the last two weeks. He's only owned in like 2% of leagues this year. And, and I would probably be looking at starting him in a flex position anyways, let alone having him on your bench. And if it doesn't work out, it's okay. But it's looking like it's going to be a player that you can have at least on your roster for the next few weeks while more is out. Nice. Well played. See, I, I feel like I'm stealing from all of you these ideas, all name team targets, it's coming. I'm coming for you next, Chris. So it'll probably be a Seahawk next week, most likely. Or so. you'll just show up sounding like Batman. <laughs> your, your, your choice, man. Where do I start? Dealer's choice, buddy. Dealer's choice. I like it. He's just going to show up at your house like during the pod and just like throw punch you. <laughs> man, that maybe maybe it'll make it better. I don't know. Maybe it's You'd have to go a long way to make that happen. So that actually would frighten me if someone broke through that door and punched me. I'd probably scream. So maybe next week. Look forward to the show. 
that's all the more reason to tune into week three, folks. <laughs> um, let's get into Sleepy Ads, the return of Sleepy Ads. And one more thing. Here's a picture of Ted in uh, a nice little... <laughs> Can you give us the like, recreation of that? Part... <laughs> 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 it just gets better and better and better. What sort of the recreation of that is what we wanted. Ted, could you just give us uh recreate the face for that? Can you do it? That's not bad, not bad. Could you look towards the camera right a little bit more? Oh, this is man. he's a real model. He can do it just on command. You're like, look over that way. Done. Done. <laughs> Ted, who's your sleepy ad this week? He's on mute. He's a model, <laughs> idiot. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome back. Um, I also can't turn left, so that's an issue. Um, yeah, I don't know where my note went on this one here, but my guy is Brian Robinson. Um, you know, it's it's they're they're in rough shape over there in Washington. Uh, you know, I don't think. Antonio Gibson is the answer. I think he's proven that he's not the answer over the last couple of years. I think he has good stretches and puts up good games. And then there's always like fumbleitis that happens or something like that. I don't think the organization seems like they're super committed to him either. Hence the Robinson draft gets shot in the off season. He's already working in agility drills. It seems like he's starting to practice the team. He's going to be out until the end of at least week four. So you can start him by week five. If he's not on your roster right now, he probably should be. So if you're playing in one of those dumb leagues, go out and get your boy. Uh, because you're looking at him in like 50% availability. So what's the worst that can happen? You can take what a guy like this. Again? I'm going to add him. I'm going <laughs> to add him right now. <laughs> what's the worst that can happen, though? You can add a guy like this. You could probably even stick him on your IR if you have a league that has an IR slot, so you can't even take up a roster spot when you when you pick him up. So I, I think eventually he's going to steal this job from Gibson. Uh, I just don't think that spot, I don't man. think he's that, that, that great. I'm not super high on Gibson. I don't think he shows anything that's going to – take the the ball away from Robertson once he gets going. So I think that would be my sneaky ad this week. Go do it before it becomes a hot trend. Mm, well played. You're such an IR slot, Dan. Just be nice. Uh, you got to utilize the roster, right? That's the way, that's the way it works. Steve, who would you like to um, sleepily add this week? Uh, I can't believe I'm actually going to pump Ted's tires a little bit here, but uh, here we go making bad decisions. Uh, (laughs) So I'm pumping Ted's tires because my sleepy ad was his ad this week, and I thought it was great. It it made a lot of sense when I saw him pick him up. I was like, oh, man, how did I forget he was still available? So NFL.com leagues, Corey Davis is available. Uh, He's only rostered in 10.7% of the leagues in our sleeper app. He's owned in just 19% of the leagues. Um, He has been having himself a start to the year. 77 yards in the first game uh, against Cleveland, 83 yards and a touchdown. He looks good. My boy Joe Falco is going back to his... Flacco elite days and he is slinging the ball and destroying the Browns at the same time. Um, Corey Davis looks like he could be one a or one B with Garrett Wilson. So I went back to back New York guys here. Um, who knows how this is going to look when Zach Wilson is back as the quarterback, but they've shown enough right now to show me that uh, their offense is kind of for real. 
let's not sugarcoat it. They beat up on a good Browns defense. I think the Browns defense was projected to be one of the top ones in the league. Um, obviously, there was a couple mishaps with um, Nick Chubb scoring when he probably should have just went down and killed the clock. But, you know, the offense had to come back and score quite a few points in under two minutes. And, uh, yeah, make sure you're – heck, both of my guys could have been ads or starts this week. Uh, get yourself Corey Davis if you don't have him, and then start him. Well done. Well done. Great homework, Steve. I'm very proud of you. The what happens to what happens to to Flacco when when Wilson comes back? I mean, he's look he's looked really good. I mean, I'm not sure that he's going to obviously continue this pace. He's going to play against some better defenses. There was like a ton of blown coverages and huge mistakes and going on in Cleveland in that game, like to the points where they're talking about you know heads rolling in a in a, in a fireable offense. So that being said, I mean, he is that veteran quarterback that can take care of those huge miscues, right? I mean, that's that's kind of what he's done forever, especially against those AFC North teams. So I don't know, man. I think I think he's trying to make a case for himself. I'm not sure he's the guy that you want to pull out, even though he seems like he's like four years past his expiry date here. He just I mean, he's like the front door of quarterbacks. If you're the Jets, you hold on to him in case something happens to Zach Wilson. Um, or I'm sure you can get like a mid round pick for a guy that wasn't part of your future in any way, shape or form. So yeah, I, I'm sure he'll be a backup somewhere or he will have that kind of, if a guy like Matt Ryan goes out, I could see the Colts calling New York and picking up another veteran guy who, you know, can like, like Matt Ryan, he doesn't have the mobility. He's past his prime a little bit, but can make those smart plays when a defense gives it to him. Like that would be the perfect fit for him if something were to happen to Matt Ryan. There you go. Uh, Chris, who are you having this week? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of piggybacking off of uh, Ted's, Ted's idea here as well. Um, and, you know, get, getting ahead of the curve. Uh, going after a guy who's going to be coming back. He tore his ACL in the national championship game last year against Georgia. Uh, and of course that's wide receiver Jamison Williams for the Detroit lions. Uh, he's out for at least two more weeks, uh, minimum. Um, but he's back out, he's running, he's doing cuts again. He's getting ready. Uh, sounds like, you know, maybe back within, let's say, you know, three to three to four weeks. Who knows? Um, it's hard to say right now, but if he's do, running and cutting, um, that, that's obviously a good sign. Uh, I can't believe I'm going to say it. Jared Goff is actually playing really well right now for Detroit. Uh, I mean, he's, he's got the sun god, Amon Ra, uh, just lighting it up out, out, out there. Um, only guy on my fantasy team that's actually performing. Um, so, yeah, like, like Ted said, you know, get get ahead of the curve. Get, get in front of your, your league mates. And go pick up a guy uh, that nobody's thinking of yet because he's still a couple weeks away from being able to come back and, and play football. I so I'm going to praise Chris's uh, uh, his, his keeper of the year, basically. When Chris told us in, in our fantasy football league that he was using one of his roster spots to keep Amon Ra, I was like, okay, like I, I feel like he was a fringe kind of keeper for me personally. Um, but it's going to show that that was a wicked, wicked pickup. Um, he, he used, you sent me that text. You're like, 
St. Brown is a stud. He definitely is that next class of like top wide receivers uh, in the league. It, it's so fun to watch. You found like, out about I'm, him on I'm the show. Gonna, like, I, I'm, I don't want to go like too far out of the, the, on a limb here. And like Amon Ra looks so good, but it might not be that different <clears throat> than the Cooper Cup ad last year for a guy that was not kept in a lot of leagues picked up and then went on to just do everything in the NFL. So, I mean, he could be that guy this year and it's not out of sight for him. Yeah. Uh, something, some, another little factoid or, or fun fact, if you will, Chris, um, with Jamison Williams, he, it, it looks like in our sleeper app, he is only owned in 44% of leagues. He's started in 2% of the leagues. I saw that. <laughs> He's on the puff. He can't play. Like Chris said, he can't play for another two weeks. Yet, someone is starting him. Like, that is the ultimate. I had to put someone in. I had to put someone that, in. Isn't that the ultimate Thano guy? Yeah, like, absolutely. Whoever, whoever those 2% of the people are, I really hope they're watching our show and being like, oh, yeah, guys, I've got the ultimate guy, and I did it, and he literally didn't help me because he couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, more 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 start percentage than Xander Horvath. Right. I'm just looking at, at the Lions' schedule. If I was guessing, I would say Williams is back week seven. No need to rush him back for week five against New England. Um, they're on their bye in week six, so I could see him coming back after their bye, if I'm guessing. Yeah, I think it's up enough to be out for six weeks, anyways, right? So four. Oh, is it just four now? Yeah. Four, yeah. And let's not forget that this guy, like, I mean, this was the athlete receiver of the draft, in my opinion. I mean, if he if he's not hurt, it's very likely he's the first receiver taken off the board. This guy is a freak, like an absolute freak. So just watch out when he finally takes the field. Love it. Um, did you know that there's an there's another St. Brown uh in the NFL this year? And I decided to take a flyer on him in my other league, Aquinamian, Aqu- Aquarius, Aquinamius, St. Brown, <laughs> plays for the Bears. It, it's his brother. Yeah, is it they, scored a, they scored a touchdown yeah. on the same day, like an hour apart, which is no kidding. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It's his brother. No way. Anyway, so I took a flyer on him. Actually, he ended up getting me four points in my our other league there. But uh, 3%, he is not my ad, but just fun fact. Um, you know. Got me a nice, handsome little four points. Um, my ad this week is uh, the guy that took over after that freak injury, uh, Jimmy G. I know that sounds stupid. He is not rostered in a lot of leagues. I think he's 7% rostered um, in our sleeper app there, and I think like a 3% start. I mean, obviously, you wouldn't expect to start him, or 1% start. Uh, he's playing for a contract. And it is the 49ers, and I'm not saying that he should be your go-to guy, but put him on your bench, stash him away. Someone's going to need a quarterback, whether it's bye week time or whatever, and you're going to be able to steal away. Probably doesn't even matter what the pick is. Maybe it's a 17th rounder. Who knows? But you can you can rest assured that you're going to get something for him, and you might need to start him yourself. Jimmy G isn't a terrible option to have on your roster. Uh, if you can afford to stash him away in some of those uh, deeper benches, I wouldn't say he's a must-have, but, uh, I mean, he's going to be the guy for, well, likely the entire season. So you just inherited a starting quarterback if uh, if you were lucky enough to have him a little bit early. I mean, you're still going to be able to get him in a lot of leagues, but take a chance on him. Worst case is, I mean, you do have someone better, or best case, you have someone better, but um, Jimmy G does not suck, so... 
I think there's a good chance there that you may just, in fact, find yourself with some points on your team unless, uh, you know, you're Chris and you're 0-2 to start the season. <sighs> that was a fun week last week, hey? You and me, big guy? Yeah. Yeah. It's just so... <laughs> you're really ruining this for me. You're yeah, really ruining I know. this. It's, uh, I can't hear you nope. over all my trophies. It's my yeah. absolute like, job yeah. to not act like anything yeah. bothers me, so fuck off. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> my, my, I'm trying to be a pro like this guy. Sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. That was a shoulder. Sorry, Ryan. My, my, my two championship rings are <laughs> plugging my ears. I could not hear you. I think those are earbuds. That's okay. You need more of a French accent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry. Completely different sport. That's okay. Hey. No. Batman's not French. Sorry, Ted. <laughs> that's I, I don't think that's that's not bad. That's not bad. Uh boys, we've uh we filled in. Nobody decided to comment in there probably because we missed out on one of the, the ads for our stream, but that's okay. That's okay. If you guys miss the live show, bonus at this point in the podcast, you're gonna realize that you're now listening to a podcast. So Make sure to download the podcast version of this amazing show on Apple and Google and Spotify. <laughs> hey, you're listening to a podcast. Don't pull over and turn it off. We don't care about your local radio stations. Tune into these yahoos talking. It's a goddamn uh, podcast. What is this? <laughs> Audio from my phone that I downloaded previously. Uh, make sure you guys tune in every single week. Uh, we got some good advice from these guys this week. I also did an order for some cool little things we're going to give away when they show up. Uh, we got stickers because everybody likes stickers. We got some pretty cool ones coming. Um, I'll show you again because I put those up really quickly. Our logo. We got to update our intro, I think, too. So it doesn't have the old logo on there. But uh, yeah, we're going to have those. Hopefully we get a few other things and we can start giving some stuff away because on uh, on our other podcasts, we apparently tend to do that from time to time. So uh you guys any final words for that helps no one fantasy cast steve that's good it's chris yeah football's a cruel mistress it is a cruel mistress i'm happy i don't actually have a team so i'm not as sad as the other three of you i'm i'm all good man i'm so like just like riding it out this year i just i I don't even care about football this year (laughs) (laughs) he's Wow! This so is a, if you ever needed a yeah. reason to listen along, I mean, you just yeah, got it right there. Hey, everyone, I'm you like, love football? I don't. <laughs> I, I I don't know if you saw my tweet. Like, I'm literally just watching Seahawks football to watch it. Like, it's just I think they're like, doing the same. Why? Thing. Like, why is it because yeah. they're not very good this year? I can yeah, give you some tips on how to enjoy football when your team's bad. I have I have low I have low expectations, so I'm just I'm just watching it because that's what I do on Sundays, and it's football season. I don't I don't know, man. I just. You need a hugger. That should be the plan there, right? Like, I mean, this they, they got the win that they needed, right? They 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 got to hey, the man. one you want, and then so That's, just like, yeah. Hey, yeah, just just like yo, Pete, just relax for the rest of the year, and let's just coast into that number one draft pick. We got the win we wanted. Like, let's just lock it up. Let's just develop the young guys now, and just like have some fun. There you go. Stay healthy, uh, everybody. Love everybody. That's cool. That's cool. And we're all good, man. That's awesome. L I V I N. You should be a motivational speaker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah. Or like smokers or something. Be. Yeah. 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 Hey, uh, <laughs> uh, Model Ted, any final words? No, man, I'm good. Okay. Do you have a quick, do you, do you have a quick, 
Do you that quick good. blue steel? Or that good? That, Same that last one's my favorite one. That's pretty good. That I've seen him do that so many times on the ball field. Just kind of like. Did you steal it? Ted, did you steal that hat? Yeah. You're supposed to give those back. <laughs> I didn't know. I must have just walked off with it in my head. I don't know how that happened. It was just a promotional shoot, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope they're not no watching. Clouds, you're going to get me in shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On behalf of these goofballs, Steve, Ted, Chris, myself, I'm Ryan. This is That Helps No One Fantasy Cast on the Dean Blundell Network. Good luck in week three. May you get some points that you'll be happy about. (laughs) I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com.